This is a daily reading of the Snowbird Advent Guide. We hope this content encourages you throughout this Christmas season. Day 13, Jesus Fulfilled the Covenant. Our personal study comes from Genesis 17, 1-8, Genesis 22, and Hebrews 11. Genesis 17 says, When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless, that I may make my covenant between me and you and may multiply you greatly. Then Abram fell on his face, and God said to him, Behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful. And I will make you into nations, and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your offspring after you. And I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land of your sojournings, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. In Genesis 22, 6-8 it says, And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son. And he took in his hand the fire and the knife. So they went both of them together. And Isaac said to his father Abraham, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. He said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went both of them together. And then in Hebrews eleven seventeen through 19, it says, By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises was in the act of offering his only son, of whom it was said, Through Isaac shall your offspring be named. He considered that God was able even to raise him from the dead, from which, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. As we reflect on this, we see that Yahweh is a God of promise. And he keeps his promises. Genesis 15, 1-5 is the first of several recordings of the promises given to Abraham. This was not merely a promise for numerous children and ethnic offspring. God promised repeatedly that Abraham would be the father of a multitude of nations. God is making a covenant with Abraham that would extend to that offspring. All who trust in Jesus Christ as Lord receive that covenant of sonship with the Father. The Lord promises, I will be their God. What greater promise can be made than this? Isaac was the first representation of the promise. God gave Abraham and his family signs along the way to Christ's coming, the fulfillment of God's covenant. Genesis 15, 7-20 showed us that this covenant was so complete and perfect that God could only make it with himself. Abraham was incapable of keeping the covenant, so God kept it for him. We are unable to keep the requirements of the covenant with God, so Christ fulfills it for us. Covenant keeping was about more than the sign of circumcision for the Israelites. It was about the hearts that were completely submitted to the Lord in every way. God knew the righteousness and holiness of this covenant required more than a physical obedience. It required the obedience of faith in Christ. Genesis 22, 7-8 And Isaac said to his father, My father. And he said, Here I am, son. He said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. In the moment of Isaac's almost sacrifice, Abraham exemplified this faith in God. 
Abraham trusted God, and he trusted God's plans. At other times in Genesis, Abraham exemplified the worst of unfaithfulness. Praise be to God, however, that we are not saved by our ability to keep God's law, but rather by the perfect blood of Jesus that covers our inability. Our hearts and our actions are covered with pride, selfishness, and self-preservation, rebellious postures against the Lord. But Christ confirmed the Old Testament promises because his word never fails. His promises never falter. In spite of our sin, God reigns true and calls his people to himself. And one day, John the Baptist would see Jesus approaching and confirm, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. God provided the Lamb for his people. As we apply this, one, let's remember that God makes and keeps his promises. Remember this daily. It is vital that we read and study God's word, that we can discern through the Holy Spirit which promises apply to us now. But we can be sure of this. God provided the lamb for our atonement. And two, don't forget to read the Old Testament. The God of the old is the same as the God of the new. Everything in the Old Testament points forward to Jesus' advent, his coming. And everything in the New Testament simultaneously points backward to Christ's first advent and to his second coming. We have the blessing at looking back on the promises that the Lord has already fulfilled. Take confidence that he will also fulfill his promises he made while on earth. And Hebrews 13.5 reminds us, I will never leave you or forsake you. Thanks for listening. Please visit swoutfitters.com slash advent to find the complete guide and daily advent posts. We pray you and your family can rest deeply in Christ's coming this Christmas.